Well, again, thanks everyone. Uh, a most unusual Sunday for us to not be able to gather uh, here in this room, but at least we can connect in this way. And it's also a great reminder to know that we live stream every Sunday, and there are people who watch this literally in different parts of the world. So thank God that we can use this technology to spread the good news that Jesus saves and he changes lives. He does change lives, and that's what we're going to be talking about between now and Easter Sunday. The series is called Changed, and I just want to give you some of the big ideas of this series so that you can be praying, so that you can be processing these in your own life. It's just amazing, the transformational power of God's grace, God's love in our lives. Helping me with this series will be Bob Goff. He will be with us next Sunday in both of our services. So invite everyone you know because there's no one who is being used of the Lord in a greater way to influence people to think differently and to see change in their lives. You know, one of the things that he'll talk about is what to do when you feel stuck. It reminds me of the man in Acts 3. He was stuck in a very tough situation. He was Crippled. He had been that way for 40 years, and he was begging people for help, but he wasn't reaching out to the source of power that could really bring change. Finally, Peter and John, they told him that the answer for his life was Jesus. And by the time they finished praying for him and helping him, the Bible says he was walking, he was leaping, he was praising God. Now that's change, that for 40 years you've never taken a step and in a matter of minutes you start running, leaping, jumping. It's just incredible to think of the power of God to change a life. In that one story, we see that Jesus can address the foundational issues of who we are. Not just address the symptoms, but address us at the foundation. And so I would encourage you today to just seek the Lord to deal with the core of who you are. It's not enough to have outward changes or just uh, changes at the fringes of life. We need to be changed at the foundation of who we are so that we can then build the life that God has created us to know. So I know that Bob Goff is going to bring that in a compelling way. But today, think about who you are and what you need. Is there an area of change that needs to happen in your life? And use the man in Acts chapter 3 as a great example that if God's power can change him, God's power can change you. It doesn't matter how long you've been in that situation that is now requiring and demanding change. It doesn't matter how significant of a problem it is. The man in Acts 3 serves as an example that God is able to change. So pray about that. Another great idea that we're going to share in this series is really a formula. It's a formula that says information plus application equals transformation. Information about God and his word that is applied to our lives will lead to change. There's really no other way to experience the change that God wants to bring in our lives unless we apply what we learn about his word and about his grace. 
We have some friends that have been visiting with us this weekend. A very cold weekend here in the Tulsa area. Snowing, you know, inches of snow on the ground. And they traveled here from Florida. So just last week, they're using sunscreen. And now here they are in Florida, or here in Tulsa, and snow is everywhere. You know, as you think about summertime, which today is a really good day to think about summertime. As you think about the beach, so why don't we just think, imagine that you're on the beach right now. What a change that would be. And maybe that day will come very soon. And if you go to the beach, you know, you have to use sunscreen or else you can get severely sunburned. I remember as a kid, I would get so sunburned. It was an awesome day when someone introduced me to sunscreen. Now, it wasn't enough to have the information that sunscreen was available. I had to apply it. And so as I applied it, I learned that I could be outside for hours and not have to struggle then through being so sunburned to where for days I would have to stay inside. Many of you know what I'm talking about. And what a great illustration. Now, get your mind off the beach and come back into the point that I'm making. And the point is this. Like that sunscreen, just information that's available is not enough. It has to be applied. If you and I are going to live lives that are being changed by grace, it will come through this formula. Information about God and his word plus application equals transformation. Another big idea that I'm very excited to talk about in the weeks to come is how the power of grace can change our very identity. Some of us live with incredible defeating destructive labels before we were saved. And it created an identity that was just a cycle of defeat. And there are still many people with that same kind of pattern. And so what we see in God's word, like in the prodigal or Saul of Tarsus who became Paul the apostle, or even the demoniac, three different stories that show us that God can bring change, significant change. The demoniac went from this man who was literally insane to being clothed in his right mind. Like he was able to go back home. He was able to function because God is able to change. It changed his identity. Saul of Tarsus was known as this person evil and a persecutor of Christians and trying to shut down the church. And through grace, he gained this identity of ultimately being an apostle, a church planter, a writer of scripture, a man known as one of the greatest followers of Jesus because Jesus changed his very identity. The prodigal went back home to the father, not fully understanding grace and just wanting to be back home and be like a hired employee that he could never be worthy to be called a son again. He would never have that identity as a son. But through Luke 15 uh, and that story recorded there, we see that the father brought him right back into the full rights of a son. 
It was change at the level of identity. And one of the big ideas that I'm going to share in this series is that the one who made you and the one who bought you is the one who has the power to set your identity, to label you. You know, if you go to the store and you're going to get a new computer, like an Apple computer, you see that logo that Apple has chosen. It's the way they brand their products. I have an iPhone. I have a, a laptop that I got at the Apple store. It's just amazing. And they label them because they are the creator, the maker. It's the maker that has the power to apply the label. But when I go into the Apple store and, and I make the purchase, I'm now the owner. I'm the buyer. And I can write my name on it. I can put a label on it because I have purchased it. So you take that illustration and apply it to the message of Jesus. He's the one who created us. And then with his own life and his shed blood, his death and resurrection, he also purchased us. So by the fact that he's creator and he is buyer, he has the right to, a, to set identity, to set the label, and so that you can walk in freedom. As the Bible says, a new creation. You can go from addiction to freedom. You can go from shame to a wholeness and a, a, a hope about your future. You see, when your identity changes, your perspective changes. Everything changes. And when we go into this series, we're not talking about surface issues. We're talking about change at the very core to where we get a new identity. And so I even encourage you today, if there is a label on your life that's limiting you or destroying you, why don't you look to Jesus? He created you. And he suffered and bled and died to then purchase your salvation. He's the maker and the buyer. Why don't you allow him to set your identity? Finally, on this unusual day, let me share one more thought that I think is so profound. As we've watched the snowfall, it's reminded me of what Isaiah said. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Now that's change. Scarlet, that stain that seems to never come out, yet is going to be changed and God chose to use the illustration of snow. When I lived in Memphis, there was a certain route that I took every day to the church. And there was a certain place where people would dump their trash. And I would pass that place every day and I would see all the debris. It was unsightly. And yet one day we had a significant snow and I was taking that same route. And when I passed that place where normally you see all the trash. It's all covered in snow, and that area that was really, really a dumping ground was as beautiful as everything else. And it raced into my mind. That's what happens by grace when it comes to our sin. I mean, our lives that are just trashed out. And yet by God's grace, it's like that snow. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow talking about 
the power of change. So today, I want to sum this up, and I want to encourage you to know that you can be changed at the foundation of who you are. You can be changed as you learn about God and His Word and apply it to your lives. You can be changed even at the core of who you are. We're talking about identity, like from prodigal to a son who was alive. You can be changed today. Though your sins be many, though you have a past that may be full of of poor decisions. And I mean, it's just things have piled up in your thoughts and in your life of the consequences, I'm telling you, as you've watched the snow fall over the last couple of days, and you've seen it cover everything, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. So I want to pray for you today. I want to pray for all of us that we would be open to the power of Jesus so that we can be changed. So let's pray right now. Lord, I pray for my friend. I pray for my church. I pray for anyone who is watching this live stream that what I've said today would resonate with them and by your Holy Spirit, they would know you are talking to them and you are available by your grace, by your presence, your word and your power to start a process where they can live a changed life. So I pray that they would be in a place of surrender and acceptance of your love and your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. This is just the beginning of what I think will be some of the greatest Sundays and gatherings, worship experiences and messages we've ever been a part of. And so invite people every time we come together. Don't forget next week we are going to welcome Bob Goff And it's going to be a life-changing day. As we sign off, I want to remind you, you can give today. Uh, We encourage you to be faithful in your giving. And you're seeing on the screen right now information how you can follow through and honor God as you bring your tithes and as you give offerings. As your pastor, it's an honor to pray for you, to do life with you. And I pray God's best for you today. And thank you for watching in on this stream. I pray it's been a blessing to your life. Have an awesome day.